Hello, you guys. This is Simone Faith here in Moyock, North Carolina from One Stop Beauty Supply. And today is Relationship Fridays. Yay! And what are we going to talk about? We're going to be talking about soul ties. Is there any truth in this? Is this even biblical? Have you guys even heard of this? You know, and what is soul ties? Like, what do people say that that is? Well, some people say soul ties to explain certain human behavior. Right? So, if you sleep with uh, a bunch of people... And, you know, some people feel like if you get bipolar or if you have all these different personalities or your mood is up and down or, you know, you're not very stable, then they say or they reference this because you slept with multiple, multiple people and you are kind of taking on that other person's covering. Now, what do I think? Well, in the Bible, there is absolutely no basis of which soul ties happen. Now, I am going to tell you there are a few different things going on in the Bible that that may be why some people call it soul ties, and we're going to dive into that. Now, one of the good friendships in the Bible is between Jonathan and David. Jonathan loves David like a brother. He wants no harm to come to him at all. While Saul is running around trying to kill this man, Jonathan wants his father to do nothing to him. And this is like a, a a brotherly love. I mean, Jonathan loved him to death. Now, you're able to find out about this relationship in Proverbs 1, 10 through 15. But the Bible, but the Bible also warns against ungodly relationships, right? And we know there's lots of ungodly relationships. And instead of you guys asking me, what is an ungodly relationship? Ask yourself, if the person you're with right now, if Jesus came to the world, would he be okay with you being with that person? You guys don't have to ask me no crazy questions like that. You know, some things are just common sense because I I get a lot of cuckoo-ness uh, through the emails from different people. Now, there's also a scripture I want you guys to read. It's 1 Corinthians 6.16. And it talks about how two will become one in flesh. Not the soul, but in the flesh. But I am sure that this is where people get this from. Because the scripture talks about when you lay down with a prostitute, you become one. Well, it must have something to do with your soul. But everybody know who reads the Bible. Everything is not in the Bible for us. You know, God is just not going to tell us everything. But God does ask women to wait until you get married. He asked me and wait until you get married. Try and try to not have sex. But if you can't go get married, right? But when you have a husband and a wife, the two becomes one. So you're one flesh. You're one complete person. And I believe my personal opinion is when you sleep with multiple people, you do take on characteristics and traits. And I think like for some people that would drive them crazy. I think that it would drive you crazy. I think that it's very hard to have one relationship, be faithful, be honest, make it work. In one relationship, I couldn't imagine having 12 or 13. Now, I know when you're young, a lot of guys, they sleep with this person, that person, this person, that person. It's not good because you don't know who you're sleeping with, you know, and you become one with that person. It's hard. That's why you see men who cheat. They love two, three women at the same time because maybe this this woman is your caretaker. Maybe this woman listens to you. Maybe this person is one you feel like you could depend on. And men really fall in love with two, three women like they can't seem to let go. But that's because each person to me carry a part of you with them. Okay, now I know you guys, you say this is crazy, but have you ever had a friend? 
a best friend that that you loved like a sister or brother, like they were probably closer to you than your sister or brother, or maybe you didn't see them for like maybe five years, but you did everything together for years and years and years and years. Like this was your right hand person. And have you ever just had, I want to say a premonition, like if you think about them, maybe the next day they call you, right? How crazy is that? But this has been known to happen. People who are really, really close, who share a bond, they do everything together like they truly love each other. Or have you ever had a man or a woman, maybe you broke up and you got with somebody else. But while you was with that person, you really wanted to be with the person who you really loved in your heart, right? And that same person probably wanted to be with you. And have you found that you guys get back together no matter who you have been with? You guys kind of come back and mesh together, right? Or have you ever been with somebody and you thought about them? Maybe you guys broke up, but you thought about them and all of a sudden they popped up where you was or they called you or they, they passed by or something something crazy happened? Okay, so to me, there is something to this. I wouldn't call it soul ties, but I would call it a kind of togetherness, a covering maybe. Because, you know, now that I'm married and before I got married, I was really in love with this one person. And I mean, I was really in love with him. But I realized that he was sleeping with everybody, right? And sometimes even during us um, um, sleeping together, I would feel different. I would feel different. So to me, guys, my personal opinion is there is something with soul ties. And when you sleep with this person, you sleeping with 100. If that person has slept with 30, imagine who he's sleeping with. And then you have to imagine who she's sleeping with. And it goes on and on and on. It's like a circle, right? I mean, because when God made us, he made us unique. So there is nothing simple about a human being and who knows if it's in the bones or you know in the blood everything is very important to God he tied everything together uniquely and interestingly I mean we are very complicated interesting human beings so for me to say well you know it's not in the bible well you know you guys Soul ties is not in the Bible, but there's a lot of things that God talk about where you shouldn't do it because you are together as one. So, you know, we could call that a soul tie, but listen, God said, don't add to the Bible and don't take away. So I don't add anything to that's just my personal opinion, but I do think you become one. And I think that when you're one, you're one flesh, you are to walk alike, talk alike, think alike. Now, you guys, there's some truth to, to that because when couples have been married 10, 15, 20 years, they could finish each other's sentences. They know what the other is thinking. You could be thinking about a candy bar, right? And then your husband walked through the door with a candy bar, the same candy bar you was thinking about because he probably know about what time, what month, you need a candy bar. Typically, you need a chocolate candy bar around your menstrual period, unless you're just greedy like me and you need a chocolate bar every day. <laughs> I'm just saying. So you guys, soul ties is something different. Now, if you go on the internet and look up soul ties, there is so much information on it and so many people think it's 
not biblical. You know, God didn't say it. So, hey, it's not happening. But look, guys, look how many people talk about the rapture and the the taking away and how many people say, well, rapture technically isn't in the Bible, but the gathering away is in the Bible. So, you know, it is a play on words, but it doesn't mean that the person who said gathering away didn't mean rapture. I mean, maybe we call it a rapture and maybe that's not, but the gathering, gathering away is right. It talks about there'd be a time when two are standing in the field, right? One would be left and one would be taken. So a lot of people say rapture. Other people say gathering away, but the two means the same thing. So my personal opinion, you guys, and remember, this is just my personal opinion before somebody go in on me and say, hey, they don't believe in this. I mean, look at the way somebody act that have slept with 20 or 30 different men for real. It's almost like they're insane. I mean, it's almost like they're insane. I don't know any person, man or woman, who haven't slept with multiple people. And when I say multiple, I mean 20, 30, 40, 50 people who don't have outbursts in their relationship. Their relationships typically are not stable. You know, um, they kind of remember all the different people who did them harm. So they always think that the person in the relationship is going to do them the same way. Now, you guys, if I'm lying, tell me I'm lying. How many people do you know who have been through multiple people and every relationship is unstable? They're not happy in any, any relationship. None. I've noticed that a cheater who are tied to multiple women cannot ever stay with one woman. Ever. And he's unhappy all the time. Or she's unhappy. It's a lot of women who are very, very unhappy. So, guys, this is just food for thought. This is something to think about. I did have a person write me a letter and ask me about soul ties and what was my opinion. And for me... I just believe, and I haven't lived a long, long life, but I live long enough where I believe it's absolutely positively happening that you are tied to a lot of people. Let me talk, let me talk about something else, guys. Have you noticed that when um, men or women break up with their ex and maybe if their ex come around and they just smelling good or looking good, then you sleep back with them, even though you say you're happy in your current relationship? Have you guys ever wondered why? Besides the initial thought that, hey, he or she is a dog. Besides that, right? No, because that person is tied to them. They're tied to them. Right? And how do we break a cell tie? I believe how you break yourself off from people that are within your space without you knowing is through prayer and forgiveness and repentance. I really believe that you have to go to Christ on your knees and you have to repent for the things that you've done. If you've been a whore in the past, okay, you've been a whore. You know, if you if your friends and your family don't know you've been a whore, God knows that you've been a whore. And that's not a curse word because in the Bible, whore is used throughout the Bible. You know, there's no, you know, there's no nice way to say you running around having sex with everything, you know, whether it's low self-esteem, whatever the reason is. But I would suggest that you fall on your knees and you ask for a repentance. And when and when I talk about repentance, repentance really means turning away from the sin. So 
Don't get on your knees and repent like I've done and many other people have done and then get up the next day, go do the same sin and get back on your knees and repent and get up and do the same thing. You know, God is not a fool and he will not be mocked. Real repentance means turn away from it and simply don't do it. If you get the urge to keep having sex with a different person, just tell the flesh no. Because I think that that is a way to release baggage. As I talk about a lot, you guys, I think that we have a problem with forgiving ourselves for the things that we did. Sometimes we can forgive people, but we can't forgive ourselves. You have to know that Jesus Christ went to the cross and died for all your sins that you are doing now. Before you was thought of or even born, he already knew the sin that you was going to commit. And he also knew that you would have an opportunity to repent. Now, for some of my listeners who don't believe in Christ, I don't know what to tell you because anything that I talk about, even with business, it involves God. God is at the forefront of my life and without him, I could do nothing. So I talk about him all the time with whatever I'm talking about. And I try to find facts from a biblical standpoint so that I could stand on that and not just my own thoughts all the time. Although... I do stick in my own opinion. I want to tell you guys, fall on your knees. Go to him humbly and really repent. I think another big thing that we're missing is prayer. You know, um, a lot of people just don't pray enough. You know, they simply don't pray. And so ties to me, no matter what you call it, so ties together in this covering. You are a part of. Of other people when you constantly are having sex. And if you guys don't think that's true, look at all the hookers. Look at all the women, the women who become hookers and, you know, they start hooking at like 14 and they're still hooking at 50. Like they have lost their minds, literally. They have lost their minds, literally. And they are always attached to these people because they talk about them. They talk about how their pimps have left them and how they still love certain pimps. And some of them have had kids with these pimps. And then they've met other whores who have been with their same pimps who've had kids, who have married them too. I mean, it's crazy. It is a sick cycle, right? But it's true. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. So, you guys, I would say do your research on it. It is a very interesting topic, if nothing, if nothing else, to make you think, if nothing else. It will make you look at your life, look at the people who you've been dealing with, and look at some of the things that has happened. And I'll tell you something else, guys. Take out a piece of paper, right? Look at your current relationship. And when I say look at your current relationship, look at the problems in your current relationship. And then write down just two other people who you've dated and write down, why'd you break up? What was some of the problems in your relationship that made you leave? Because some of us, we don't cleanse ourselves after being with like really psychotic people. We, we don't take a break. Like people will be in a 10 year relationship, turn around and get in, in another relationship the very next month. Well, you're not really over Sammy. So how could you be dating David? But we do it all the time. Men do it. Women do it. We do it all the time. We don't give ourselves enough time to pull it together, to release, to forgive. We simply don't. So you guys look at your relationships that you're in now. And if you're having a lot of problems, look at your other relationships and tell me what is the difference or Have you realized that some of the same things 
that you went through with such and such, you were doing the same things in this relationship. And it gets scary when you find out, my goodness, I'm going in a circle. And what can I do different? The first thing I always tell people, forgive yourself, forgive others, and repent. Give it to God. Because unless you forgive, God will not forgive you. So we can't expect him to forgive us for being awful people, and we won't forgive people for being awful to us, right? You can't just forgive people that you like. You have to forgive people who have hurt you deep. And some deep wounds some deep wounds take a long time to heal. But start the healing process and start it with God. Okay, you guys, listen, if you're on the East Coast like I am, I hope you tucked in. I hope you're safe. I hope everybody have heat. I want you guys to listen to me say this prayer and say it with me so that we could pray for some of our homeless people out here who are really struggling and probably near death because it is so cold. This is the Lord's prayer, and this is how he asks us to pray to him before you ask for anything. You ready? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Father God, I just ask you with my multiple listeners that you bless the people who are homeless and unfortunate who don't have enough. Keep them and hold them. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Okay, you guys, I hope everybody is safe for the storm. And until Tuesday, it'll be back to business. So we'll be back to talking about now. I hope you guys have got your little sheets of paper, wrote down your goals. I hope you guys have been calling banks. I know it's a storm, but you can email and they can get it when they get it. A lot of people working from home. So I hope you guys are still looking for grants and I'll come back Tuesday with more information so that you can fund your business and so that I can fund mine. So keep in mind, guys, I'm looking for you and I'm looking for me. And I don't think I told you guys this. So this is just a little snippet cabbage.com. Look them up. If you guys haven't heard of them, they work with small businesses. It's very important. It's very, very important. Guys, that's just another one I thought of off the top of my head. Okay, you guys be safe and until Tuesday. Bye.